What is up, everybody? It is Chris Aiken from the Classic Metal Show and the Aftershocks podcast. And I just wanted to remind you that if you are a podcast listener to the Classic Metal Show or Aftershocks or the Shockwave Skull Sessions, which you all should be, you can now get all three in one location. That's right, one location. It is on the CMS Podcast Network. That's right. Just go to anchor.fm slash CMSPN, as in CMS Podcast Network. Just go there. Make sure you subscribe. No matter which platform you're using, there's links to all of them there, whether it's Apple or Pocket Casts or Breaker or CastBox or whatever. Whatever you use, it is there. So get yourself subscribed to the CMS Podcast Network, and you will get three, I mean three, great shows all in one location. So do it today. Subscribe to the CMS Podcast Network. That is anchor.fm slash CMSPN. Do it! It's Lost Rocket right here with Leatherface. So there you go. Some Bay Area thrash metal, if you will. Like it. Yeah. So there you go. And we want to thank our good friend, Bob Nobandian, for always being vigilant and checking in with us. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. He just kind of heard us call out his name, and he's like the Lord. He was just there. It's like, what? Exactly. <laughs> Say, Lord, yeah. are you there? And there he is. Bob Nobandian mm-hmm. pops up. Well, not even ass kissing here. The the movie fucking rules. It, it really does. Uh, again, the the editing and the um, uh, context and the material uh, very strong. It, it was well put together, well edited. I mean, it's been a long time in coming, but uh, it, it's well worth it. Yeah, definitely worth whatever it's going to cost fifteen bucks or whatever. People or if you have Amazon Prime, it'll be free, right? I would yeah, it'll be free on Prime, but yeah. I know I'm going to buy one anyway, even though Bob will probably send us one, but I'll probably buy one and give one away to the fans. But, yeah. you know, but, I always, I always buy one to support and, you know, I, I usually get, I might keep this one though, since I'm in it, you know, I might actually keep one, a, a rare piece of fucking, of, um, actual physical product that I might keep. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of support and, and this one kind of surprised me. Yeah. So, you know, I, I, I've mentioned a couple of weeks or last, I guess it was last week about, you know, people buying the CMS shirts, which I really appreciate. Sure. And I, you know, I've sent a bunch of shirts out here in the last couple of months and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So I get this, uh, shirt order. My nephew sends me a shirt order for three shirts. Your nephew, my nephew. Like he bought it through PayPal? Yeah, he did. He, he went through the channels to get three shirts. <laughs> and so I hit him with a text. It was just like, what's up with the order for three shirts? Are you giving these away or something? And he goes, no, you know, the one that I have, it's, it's kind of worn. It's got some holes in it. So I bought two for me and I bought one for a friend. All right, cool. Plus, plus I wanted to support the show. Well, thanks, nephew Neely. <laughs> So, so he, he listens to the show religiously and, you know, he's, he texts me pretty much on a daily basis about each segment that's released. 
And it's like, holy shit, I can't agree more with you guys, you know? Right. Sure. You know, cause he's, you know, he's a young guy, you know, he's young, he's 20 years younger than me. So he's like 37, you know, mm-hmm. he does real well for himself. He's got a good job and owns his own home and he's got nice vehicles. And, you know, he does all the good things that, you know, single dudes do. Yeah. And, the translation, no bitch. No, yeah. That's basically <laughs> it. Yeah. So, you know, he, he makes six figures, right. Nice. And has a nice home and cars and does what he wants and comes and goes and listens to the show. And, you know, he likes you and I, so whatever the yeah. case. Well, good on him. He's a smart one because <laughs> he likes us. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of funny, but anyway, um, you sent over this broken up segment here. This might be a two, two parter here. Uh, it could be a 10 parter. Cause I only sent you one fourth of the total audio. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot to this. Yeah. I didn't listen to any of this because again, I like the first take type stuff. Well, then you are in for a ride, my friend. Cause this I'm not, I am normally not taken aback by anything that is said by about anybody. And this really took me far back. <laughs> All right. Well, what we're talking about here yeah. is apparently Ace Fraley, formerly of Kiss, mm-hmm. his ex by the name of Rachel Gordon. Correct. She did an interview. She did. What was the purpose of this interview? Um. As I understand it, and, you know, they didn't really spell this out per se. Well, who's they? They who? The the interview is with a entity that I'm not familiar with, although they, they, they did a pretty decent job with this, to be honest. But um, it's called Sofa King Cool Magazine. But it's a podcast i guess or a okay. video so, so again i i've seen that that sofa uh, king is always yeah, yeah it's it's been thrown uh thrown around i think uh bar seven mm-hmm. uh with jeff keith and tommy skio when when tesla was broken up yeah they originally were gonna call bar seven sofa king right and then like, the label said nope yeah so fucking what Right. Well, these guys are so fucking cool. All right. So Sofa King Cool Magazine. All right. And where are they from? Where no idea. Are are they US based or are they UK? They sound like they're American. They okay. European. Okay. But um I, I don't know much about them. And to be honest, I didn't dig in to try and find it. And I apologize to them for that. I didn't even think about it. Okay. But the premise, as I understand it, is that within the last, let's say, six weeks, um, Rachel Gordon, who was Ace's longtime girlfriend, lived with him for 12, 13 years or so. Okay. Um, got thrown out on her ass. Okay. Ace put her out. Ace didn't give her any money. She doesn't have a job. 
she of course says that her whole job was um taking care of ace as you'll hear and um she called in to shed a lot of light on a lot of things <laughs> well basically and again i haven't listened to any of this not a word of it right so she's a she's a spurned woman yes who basically is lashing out and trying to get back at ace scorched earth my friend scorched yeah, earth. Yeah, so so it's like yeah i spent you know how, how many years 12 or 13 yeah, or something. I, I spent 12 or 13 years of my life taking care of this drug-addled asshole yeah threw me out on my ass and i just want to expose him for the for the ass wipe he is right is that um, really is this what this boils down to Oh, it goes way, way further. Well, again, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I haven't heard yeah, it. Yeah, so yeah. I'm, I'm just asking you that that's part of it. Okay. Um, I, it's very rare that I ever feel the legal need to throw legal ease out there. But in this one rare occasion, I'm going to put some legal ease ahead of you playing one word of this. All right. All of this. We have no idea if it's true or not. So it's, it's all alleged. Oh, it's all alleged. We are simply reporting on what is being said here. Right. We are not, we are not saying that this is, that this fucking chick is telling any kind of a truth or any kind of a lie for that matter, because I don't want her who sounds very desperate for money to be suing us either. Yeah. So this so, is what you said on another show. We're just reporting it as you said it. We are just going to report some of the highlights. Okay. Look at that picture of um, Ace and, and her in the chat room with John Astronomy doing a photo bomb in the back. Oh, yeah. Look at her with Eddie Trunk. Eddie Trunk and John Astronomy. Either John Astronomy or the lead singer from Venom. I can't tell which. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she's not that cute in my eyes. Well, is she to you? No, I, she would never. She would never even attract my attention for a second. You'd think Ace would do better than that, wouldn't you? Maybe she's really nice. I, again, I don't know. I, I knew nothing about her until you brought her to my attention. Well, wait till you hear some of this stuff. Holy smokes! <laughs> Oh, I, I see what, uh, I see what, uh, uh, area Smith is saying. She looks like Victoria Jackson. Yeah, kind of early, early SNL. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. I kind of get that. Yeah. How weird is that? That I even knew who he was making reference to. <laughs> you have that weird sense of memory yeah i guess all right uh, again I, I know nothing about this so i'm okay. going to take your word for this all right so this first one is called um paul stanley uh what is this called oh, i don't remember paul what the hell is this paul he stanley just play it. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what it's called. It's segment one. All right. That's called Paul Stanley something or another. Yeah, I, I just tried to give him some kind of reference point, but you don't need it. Believe me, when she starts talking, you won't need my descriptions to understand where she's going with it. All right. 
good enough. Fair enough. Whatever. Uh, let's see, where the hell did that go? Every time I open these goddamn folders, they just go somewhere else. Went away on my laptop here or on my desktop here. God damn it. Yeah. Hang on a minute. Well, I'm trying to make a good, good uh, segment out of this here. Let me see here. Windows is always just screwing things around here. Can I just save it to your desktop? I, I did, but I opened it in a folder and it just kind of like went into the grouping. <laughs> oh. uh, let's see here. Where is this goddamn thing? Oh, there it is. Rachel Gordon. I got it. All right. Paul Stanley fucked something or other. Okay. All right. Here we go. All right. Sophie King Cool here with Rachel Gordon. How are you doing today, Rachel? I'm not doing very good. Thank you. You know, I'm, I'm looking around. I'm taking a look at your Facebook. I see there's a, a lot of things going on with you right now. And uh, I'd like to get it all out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was awful prepared. Yeah. Well, she gets going. Don't worry. Well, uh, here, here's the thing. How you doing, Rachel? I'm good. No, not good. Well, I know, I know, but I'm, I'm just paraphrasing here. Mm -hmm. So we have you here on the show, and we want to talk to you about what's going on. Uh huh. <laughs> so what's going on? Um, stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, here we go. Yeah, there is a lot going on. I mean, you know, um, my whole entire life has been shattered, and I was with Ace Trailey, and I was called his wife, told I was his wife. I was proposed to. I wore his ring, and I was called Mrs. Trailey for 12 years straight. So you never officially got married then? You never dragged his drunk, drunken, doped-up ass into a church? Yeah. So, so here, here we go. It's just like, well, he said, he said, he said, he didn't legally say shit. Yeah. You got no legal grounds aside from common law, depending on what state you live in. Yeah. Where's Ace lives? You still live in New York? I have no idea. Mm. So, well, he said, blah, blah, blah. Okay. All right. Big mistake. Well, he bought me a ring though. So that makes it real. Doesn't it? Yeah, could have could have got it from the five and dime. <laughs> as long as it didn't turn green on your finger. That's right. All right. So so basically, she starts off with Ace is a piece of shit. Uh huh. Yeah, I'm not doing so good because no. uh, I expected to be supported the rest of my life. That's right. All right, because of that big Ace money. Mm -hmm. Well, it probably was big Ace money at some point. Yeah, but he pissed Probably it away. and at home. And um, and now I have no place to live in the middle of a What the hell is that? Is that, that's, is that that's her? That's on their end. That's on their end, not ours. What? No, no, no. That so, ringing? No. What I'm trying to say is she couldn't turn off her notifications while she was talking? No. Of course not. Okay. 
Might so, be Ace calling her back to come back and live with her. Well, she couldn't be doing too bad if she has a cell phone that's still getting notifications. Maybe she stole it from Ace and he doesn't know how to cancel it. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I'm wondering if there's a if, if this is recorded with one of those plunger things on the back of an iPhone. Yeah, I, I don't know, but but she she's in the middle of a conversation, but she's she's getting notifications. Uh, of course. Bling. bling. <laughs> All right, here we go. And I've been locked out of the place I was renting. And uh, I, have, I, have no, I have no relatives. Ace knows that. I have no place to go. Ace knows that. And uh, this is, bring, I believe this is probably, you know, bringing him pleasure. <laughs> well, it may or it may not be bringing him pleasure, but none of that is his problem. Oh, my God. They they didn't even they didn't even set this up for the reason why she's even on here. No, of course not. You know, she just basically starts bloviating about her her unfortunate circumstance mm-hmm. without any context whatsoever why she's even on the show. Right. Well, dude, and I I know that part is true, but let's just go into real life. Once you've walked away from a chick. Do you give two fucks what she's doing? No. She thinks what? He should still care? You're out. Well, I have no family, which he knew. And I've got no place to go, which he knew. So he's supposed to, like, somehow make sure you're set up for the rest of your life? Or what's the deal? These sound like the problems of somebody that... um didn't prepare <laughs> i guess okay all right we're, we're barely a minute into this and already i got a lot of questions yeah I, i'd say well you're gonna have a lot more holy smokes all right here we go rather than rather than help me out when i've been with him that long i think that he it brings brings them pleasure to know that you know i don't know what they're trying to do they know that i know a lot of stuff they know what Jesus they, they they who kiss but he's not associated with kiss i think you're gonna find out differently neely all right okay they yeah okay all right here we go and i think they'll just stop at nothing to try to destroy me now what i'm doing here is i'm looking at uh your facebook account here and one thing i want to ask you about is uh, a post made earlier today it says where's paul stanley abusive and mentally ill sister it's really tall Can can you tell me, tell me about that post? Yeah, I'll tell you all about that post. Um, uh, Ace wrote a book that I told him to write. I said, "Why don't you write a book?" When I first met him in two thousand, <laughs> uh, in two thousand eight, and then when I moved in with him, I said, "You should you should really write this book and call it No Regrets." Because at that point, I didn't know anything except for I thought that he was just this poor rock star that got kicked on for getting loaded or whatever. I said, "Write a book and call it No Regrets." Well, he did. He wrote the book. It was a bestseller. I thought was it a bestseller? I didn't read it. <laughs> I wasn't even aware there was a book called No Regrets. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I didn't read it. I know maybe, that. Maybe Jackal knows about it. Yeah, I don't know. Holy shit! I just like how everything was her. Ace yeah. was just a bumbling idiot in his house, and and she said, "Well, you need to write a book, right? And call it No Regrets, and do this, that, and the other." 
Great idea, Rachel. Get me a get me a laptop immediately. Yeah. So, so if you're so scary talented as far as a promoter and idea person, what why aren't you in the business? Yeah, why isn't she becoming an agent for somebody else? That's my point. Yeah. All right. Of the book. I thought of the cover. I thought of the title, the font that I had to argue with Simon Schuster over hitting the braids. Si- Simon and who? Schuster. I thought she said Simon and Tooster. Well, you know, Simon and Tooster, Simon and Schuster. It's all the same. <laughs> I got to hear that again. <laughs> Simon and Tooster. I thought of the book. I thought of the cover. I thought of the title, the font that I had to argue with Simon and Tooster over hitting the braids. <laughs> you know, Simon and Tooster. Or Tooster. That was the other, uh, that's the other publishing company. Yeah. That's for the people that don't go to Simon and Schuster. They go to Simon and Schuster. That's the Kmart version of Simon and Schuster. I'd like to point out too, that she picked the font. (laughs) The font. The font. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you, uh, why don't you use the font? Oh, I don't know that maybe kiss uses. Yeah. why Why don't you use times Roman Roman? Yeah. You know, Arial is good. You know what would look good, Ace? A little Myriad Pro right here. Right. <laughs> I chose the font. Shut up. <laughs> I chose the font. I chose the font. I chose the paper style. I said I wanted it to be a five by eight and not a six by nine. You know, I chose the thickness of the paper. We went with a with a creamy color instead of white. Yeah, we went with a 10 pound instead of a seven pound. That's right. We sure did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. And a picture of him. And um and it was a New York bestseller about his wild, you know, uh stories in the seventies. Did she say a New York bestseller? I think so. Did she mean New York Times bestseller? Does it matter? New York I, Times, I, New York, I need LA. You know me. I need context. There's no context to have here. The book was out and somebody in New York bought it. It was a New York bestseller. It was a New York groove. Yeah. Back in the New York groove. You're damn right. Exactly. All right. And then right after that, Paul Stanley wrote a book, which was not a bestseller. And, um, you know, I can see why. And anyway. Um, yeah, we- because she didn't choose the font. <laughs> That's what it was. She chose the font for that book and not for Paul's book. Therefore, well, it didn't did, sell. Did she choose Paul's photo that he used on the front cover? Probably skipped out on that, too, which is why Paul couldn't sell copies. And that's why Paul's was not a New York bestseller. Right, of course. All right. Ace read part of it. I read part of it. You know, it was really, you know, him and his, him and his ear and his poor ear problem that you couldn't even see because of his hair. Um, but Ace explained to me the whole thing. They said his sister wasn't, uh, wasn't, there's nothing wrong with his sister. His sister wasn't mentally ill or, or abusive at all. It's, it, it was Paul. And I said, what do you mean it was Paul? He said, it was Paul. Paul was fucking abusive. Paul was a fucking, uh, he was a mentally and physically abusive brother who fucked his sister. <laughs> Go fuck your mother. <laughs> oh, you go fuck my sister. Wow. So Paul fucked his sister. According to Rachel. 
According to Rachel Gordon. According to Rachel. Not according to us. No, according to Rachel. We weren't there to know where Paul stuck his dick. No, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. He knocked her up. He said, you know you're fucking your sister when you're 17, 18 years old. He was bigger than her and blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, what are you talking about? I said, what? I said, they had a baby. He And he was like, he went on to tell me, he said, he goes, look it up. He goes, the one that he says is his niece, that's his daughter. Wow. Do, do the fucking DNA. Okay. There you go, everybody. That's uh that's one out of a million things I know. That's a that's a pretty big bombshell right there. Yeah. Yeah, nobody picked that up. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for spelling that one out, dude. <laughs> This chick, I don't know her, but just gauging from uh, basically almost four minutes of audio, Mm -hmm. major bimbo. Sounds like a classy lady to me. (sighs) Again, I don't know Ace at all. Yeah, me either. He... He cohabitated 12 years with this chick. He sure did. Holy hey, look, there's the, there's the book. Look at that font. I, can I, see. Wasn't, I, I wasn't even aware of a book. I remember this because John Astronomy wrote on it. Did he? Yeah. Okay. I remember this book. Oh, look at that. It's got his name right there. Yeah. Remember? Remember? And, and we dogged out John for writing it. <laughs> Back in the day, I'm not sure why she thinks that font is any is special. It's just a regular yeah, font. Yeah, it's not. You know, doesn't stand out. Well, it's embossed, I guess, or beveled, or whatever that's called. But that's something. She chose that photo too. Great choice. Fantastic. Where's her, where's her name on it? Come, it doesn't say with Joe Layden, John Ostrowski, and Rachel Gordon. Uh, I I wasn't even uh, aside from something we may have goofed on about what twelve years twelve ago? years ago. I wasn't aware of this. Yeah, it's there. Are you going to run out and get it now? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She she is a spiteful woman. Oh, well, yeah. It's because she got thrown out on her ass and wasn't given nothing. Gee, imagine that. A guy that owed you nothing gave you nothing. How about that? All right. Well, this next segment is called Ace Was a Baby and He Ruined Her Life. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I, I mean, I hate to laugh at tragedy like this, mm-hmm. but when when you're dealing with adults, yeah, you can't sit there and go, well, my whole life was in somebody else's hands. Yes, you can. She's doing it. <laughs> I can't say that, uh, that I can uh, agree with that. But she's doing it, so you can do it. <laughs> 
Of All course. Right. All right. <laughs> All right. Here we go. No, what what made him bring that up? What made it finally tell you about that? You don't need any. You don't need any reason for Ace to tell you something. <laughs> when I lived with Ace, I I was with Ace twenty four hours a day. Like I said, twenty four hours a day, and to be in a hotel room now during a deadly pandemic and have no place to live, I didn't. I wasn't just with Ace. I loved Ace, and I took care of Ace, and I bathed Ace. I bathed him. <laughs> you bathed him. Was he an invalid? I love the I love the whole well, it's a deadly pandemic and I don't have a place to shut up. You just said you're in a hotel. You have somewhere to live. Go to the YMCA. Yeah. A uh, pandemic that has a ninety nine point nine point six percent recovery rate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She'll be fine. Why can't she go and stay at a homeless shelter? If she's truly homeless. So did she get booted out on her ass like recently or something? Yeah. Yeah. Like within the last two months. Okay. It's like really recent. And then, uh, so, so basically if she was legally Ace's wife, mm-hmm. she would have been a divorcee, right? Correct. So without any kind of legal paper between the two of them, she was just a girlfriend. Yeah. It was just someone that stayed with him. Okay. He don't know her shit. All right. As far as I could see. I Again, if she, if they never tied the knot as it were. Mm-hmm. And she was just his chick. Yeah. And the relationship ended. Mm-hmm. You got to move on. Yeah. And guess what? When somebody breaks up with you, they don't know you shit. <laughs> it's over. That's it. All right. Take care of him like a, like a, like he was a gigantic six foot two infant. I I gave him baths and showers, and I I I powdered his his balls. I put what <laughs> is Ace an invalid? Is he is he like wheelchair bound or something? <laughs> what, what is the deal? <laughs> I can just see wheeling Ace in, in like a rope and just having one of those bathtubs that opens up, <laughs> has like a little door on it. Yeah, it's got the door on it. Yeah. She just wheels him in and turns on the water. <laughs> the guy is out there playing guitar in front of, you know, a club of people. Mm-hmm. And this, this chick is saying that she had to bathe him. And powder his balls. <laughs> I don't get it. I, I just spent back on, over the Labor Day weekend. Yeah. I spent four days at Don Dawkins' house. Mm-hmm. And he had surgery back in November of last year. Yeah. And his right hand, you know, he doesn't have full use of his right hand sure. yet. Mm-hmm. But he got up every day and did his daily business and he and I, you know, went to like home Depot and shit like that. And, you know, picked up, you know, building materials and stuff. The guy isn't paralyzed or invalid. Kind of powder did you use on his balls? (laughs) I didn't use powder. Just asking. But his chick wasn't like serving him hand and foot, Mm. you know? Well, you know, but that's, that's Don. This is ace. (laughs) 
needs a little more care. Does he? Apparently so. Well, as far as I know, I haven't heard of Ace having any physical abnor- abnormalities to where he can't uh, take care of himself. All he can do is play guitar. I guess. That's it. So so he's he's worse off than Mick Mars? Apparently so. so. They have to wheel him up to stage and hook him up on some kind of a, you know, some kind of a prop in order to make him stand so he could play guitar? Probably. So this chick has to bathe him and powder his balls because he's incapable. Mick Mars, they probably just have a, a gold bomb blower that just blows stuff <laughs> on his balls. This is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and again, we're only in five minutes of this. I know. And I'm just like, what are you fucking talking about? You retard dude. And, and this whole thing is like two and a half hours. I mean, I cut, I cut. 30 minutes but there's two and a half hours of this holy shit and it's still getting it's, we're not even to the to the home runs yet yeah we haven't even gotten the, we're we're like into the a quarter of the second segment yeah. basically five minutes in yeah and i gave you what eight seconds <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right here we go in clean pajamas every night i put who wears pajamas ace do you wear pajamas? Fuck no. I don't wear pajamas. Pajamas? What am I, 70? Well, you know the last time I wore pajamas? What, about 12 years old? No, I wasn't even like six. Yeah. The last time I wore pajamas, they had feet on them. Yeah, but yeah, Well, six years old, five yeah. years old. That's what I'm saying. You have to be small. Pajamas. Who wears pajamas? The only thing I can think of with pajamas is old people. Exactly. Like really 75, 80 year old people. Or, kids, or little kids. Or little kids. Seven or 70, as somebody just put in the chat room. <laughs> well, Ace, my, Ace is closing in on 70, isn't he? Yeah, but who wears pajamas? Well, if he's 70, get him a nice spaceman pajama suit. <laughs> Buzz Lightyear on it or something, so it's spaceish. It'd be great. All right, I'd love to see Ace Freely in fucking Buzz Lightyear pajamas. That'd be great. <laughs> pajamas. <laughs> I can't stand to wear clothes when I'm in bed. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, here we go. Movies on, and brought I brought him his coffee every morning. When he said jump, I said jump. I, I mean, I loved the man, but he was extremely abusive. I never had my own money. All right. Never- well, this is your fault. All right. Somebody put Ace's pajamas in the chat room. I see that. Look at that. This is 100% your fault. <laughs> yeah. 100%. Not because Ace said, get my coffee. Yeah. The reason you got his coffee is because you chose to do that. Because you wanted to be dating and fucking a rock star. Basically, yes. That's it. <laughs> ben Benjamin really wears a nightcap and gown. <laughs> Carries a candle to bed. <laughs> <laughs> what am I, Bob Cratchit? No shit. Jesus. I had my own cards. I didn't know he was committing fraud, which he was. I didn't know he was using my my personal information and my name 
to commit fraud, but he was doing that. My credit's completely ruined. Even if I had $10 to put in the bank right now, I couldn't put it in any bank because when my name comes up, his name comes up and fraud comes up. And um, he, he completely used me and abused me. And all the years that I really, you know, that he called me his poodle and how could I live without you? I couldn't live without you. He'd cry if I wouldn't go with him or if I was tired or suggested that I rest and not go on tour he would say he's going to cancel the whole tour and um and he can't do it without me and all that you know i mean we were very we love each other very much you know but i, I apparently not <laughs> well the part where he you know fraudulently used her name i can maybe understand that yeah because we've heard other stories about how he like you know Mm-hmm. Some fan bought him a car or something, some yeah. shit like that. Right? Yeah. Well, look, she brought him a transformer and got him in the bathtub. I see that. Look at that. Look at that. <laughs> Jeez. The, the, Rachel, I don't know you, and you seem like you seem like you might be an okay chick, but but you you this is all your fault. You, you're fucking a rock star and you did anything you could do to maintain that. That's it. Period. Yeah. It's ridiculous. All right. And we're not even through segment two yet. No. God damn. Jerry from the YouTube chat. Here's your coffee. Pay me. Here's some pussy. Pay me. Exactly. Here's your, here's your book font. Pay me. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All right, here we go. I see that that I was used in traffic and I and I'm sure that I'm sure Ace, you know, I know Ace loved me. And that's that's the thing. He was told to get away from me and walk away from me because he told me literally in 2018 and right before he left in 2019 that I pose a threat and that Paul and Jean give orders for him wait, to get away. Wait, wait a minute. Why is Paul and Jean even a factor here? Well, because they they control Ace's life. Really? He's not even involved with KISS. Yeah. Ridiculous. Oh, maybe you think that. She obviously knows something you don't know, Neil. Apparently not. I, I don't know the inside story, but for for Ace to be estranged from Kiss since what two thousand? Stop using logic, Neely. There's 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 method to her madness here. Okay, all right. So you know, Ace was a part of the uh, Kiss reunion from '96 to what? I think he left in two thousand again, right? Somewhere so, around yeah. there. Mm-hmm. So here we are, twenty years removed. Yeah, and yet. Uh, Gene and Paul somehow have control over Ace and what they do. he does. That's right. Okay. I didn't I didn't realize that those two Jews had so much power. They do. I don't know, but I think I just put up a picture of Ace in his pajamas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, here we go. For me. I can't be around. There's gonna be a there's gonna be a reunion and I know too many things. And, um, and because of what Gene did to me and everything, I, I pose a threat and then I'm going to interfere with business. What, what did Gene do to you? She'll tell you. 
All right. I don't know if I even cut that part out. I'll just tell I I don't think I have that part in the in the story here. Allegedly Gene raped her. That's that's coming soon. Okay. <laughs> wow. All kinds of good stuff in this. <laughs> this is amazing. Th these are revelations. <laughs> A lot of news. That's why I told you. Th these are amazing revelations. As I said to you when, when I sent this to you, leave a lot of room. <laughs> okay. Here we go. This one is uh, Paul sucked Ace's dick. Yeah. While sleeping. That's right. Um, and Paul likes young boys. Yeah. Even though he allegedly raped his sister. That's right. <laughs> Are you sure we're not talking about Trump here? <laughs> I mean, seriously. All right, here we go. No, no, tell me about Ace's relationship with Paul. Were they were they friends or um Ace is is uh to him to him uh they're you know they played rock and roll together and they were they were brothers way back when in rock and roll and all that and uh, what, what do you mean they played rock and roll together isn't that known as being in a band well formality Neely. <laughs> yeah they were in a band together they were a band of brothers they didn't just quote unquote play rock and roll together yeah who who says that her yeah they just played rock and roll together mm-hmm All right. Um, you know, uh, what do you, you want to get to the chase? Ace, you know, Ace used to tell me that he used to wake up in the hotel room and, and um, he was sharing, a, he roomed with Paul for a long time. But uh, why would Ace and Paul room together? Well, you know, Kiss did not, Kiss didn't make a lot of money, so they had to share hotels sometimes. Did they? I mean, how long ago was this? Was this like 1973, 1974? Really, please. You know, this this could have been 1992. Kiss didn't make a lot of money. Please. They had to double up in their hotel rooms. When when did Kiss really break big? 74. Yeah, 74, 75, somewhere yeah. around. There. All right. They you know, they they would they probably piled all four guys into a fucking room at the days in. Probably still do. Okay. <laughs> Heavy metal dad. Paul putting the X in sex. Damn right he did. All right. He said that every, you know, Ace, Ace said that it's clear. I made myself clear earlier that Ace is, is you know, gone on with guys. And that, there's no problem with that. I mean, what's the problem with that? Okay. So, but um, he used to get really you know, blasted out of his mind and it would be anybody. He said it was, it was every guy. He said it was the owner of Studio 54. It was the original manager. It was roadies. It was, uh, producers. It was, uh, it was people all around him. It was, and he said he used to get really, if he got, he, he, you know, he, he said everybody was my coke dealer. Everybody was my drug dealer, whores, bodyguards, cops, everybody. 
And he said, as soon as he passed out, he said he'd wake up a lot of times and Paul was, was, was going down on him. Paul was giving him head. <laughs> <laughs> was he? People. I need to suck your dick. I'm just dick in my mouth, people. <laughs> wow. Okay. Again, I have no idea. Allegedly, Jesus is falling. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh no! Ace is coming. <laughs> Ace. All right, here we go. See, you're saying that. I, had, I forgot to tell you because I had to knock him out once. <laughs> had to knock him out once. Yeah. Knock him out. For because he woke up, I, to, he probably to, knocked him out more than that. But he said he just told me I had to knock him out once. Wouldn't leave my dick alone. They showered, and he goes, We always showered together, we always showered together in the old days, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they showered together all the time. Well, they were conserving water, Neely. That's <laughs> so what they were doing. Yeah, you know, those hotel rooms they're notorious for charging by the, by the droplet of water that you use. Nice. I'm taking a shower now. You want to shower with me? It's not cold whiskey. Cold <laughs> shower, baby. Cold shower. <laughs> well, see, here's the thing. And, and here's her story. She more or less is like saying that Ace was saying, hey, Ace, come shower with me. And he willingly went and showered with Ace or uh, with Paul. Hey, Ace. You got your soap on the rope. So isn't that what she's saying? That Ace voluntarily, knowingly That's what went she's and showered with Paul, allegedly? That's what she's saying. Okay. So what does that say about Ace? Well, she said Ace, is, Ace was fine with fucking dudes. <laughs> Roadies and drug dealers and whoever. All right. She said Ace loved it. <laughs> Just didn't like waking up to Paul sucking his cock. Right. But he was my man. <laughs> <All right. laughs> so, you know, he said they always did. I think they did it the last time they had a reunion. He said, we always showered together, man. Paul wouldn't leave my dick alone. And uh, I get, it really bothered me, you know. And I said, what do you mean he wouldn't leave it alone? Just, you know, like what? He's always trying to touch it, you know, always trying to talk about it, always trying to touch it. And, bring it up and team would bring it up and talk about it too. But I used to wake up and Paul was sucking my dick. There you go. <laughs> hey, Ace, are you awake? I want to gobble that dick. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's a good story. Wow. I'm starting to think I believe her. This is only segment three. <laughs> Jeez. <clears throat> of course, I I don't know how old this girl is or this woman is. Mm -hmm. Something tells me she wasn't even old enough to be around in that era. 
Well, she just said that that they were showering together on the last tour, the last reunion tour. Yeah, so, so between '96 and 2000, whenever Ace was still part of that reunion tour, it wasn't yeah. the reunion tour like '96? Yeah, '96 like somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. So even as you know, middle-aged men, they were just like falling back into old habits. Is that what she was saying? That's what she said. All right. Hey, Ace, it's good to have you back on the kiss train. You want to take a shower? Let's get that dick out, Ace. I'm on the psycho circles. Exactly. And I said, welcome to Ace's Bone. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the bone. Exactly. <laughs> All right. What did, uh, what did Ace do when he... Woke up to Paul Stanley blowing him. Blowing him. Well, he told me he said he said, Look, I fucked everybody. He goes, I used to fuck everybody. I I'd be fucking so blasted, I didn't care who I was fucking. At times he said there was orgies, I didn't know who was fucking who, who I was fucking, whether it was a man or a woman, I didn't care. He said, I don't care. I'm not I don't I don't I don't got a problem with that. He had gay gay lovers, gay friends in the early days that were he said that kiss has people removed and has people taken away that interfere in business or that were sidetracking Ace too much. Hey Ace no. <laughs> I like sucking your dick, but could you tell your girl not to put so much powder on your balls? <laughs> it doesn't taste good, Ace. I want to suck a raw dick. No powder on that dick and balls. Come on. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so, so this, this girl, this woman, this Rachel, yeah, she's in love with Ace, but he basically, as Jay would say on silent Bob and, uh, or yeah, silent Bob, Jay and silent Bob is I'm going to fuck everything that moves. Right. I'm very attracted to a guy who will basically take a dick and, uh, you know, fuck a pussy. <laughs> How many women do you know if they knew that you had a sexual proclivity for men would go, yeah, that's cool. 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 Let me powder those balls for you. <laughs> Let me get them ready. How many women do you know that would actually go? That's cool. Nobody. None of them. None of them. All right. (laughs) (laughs) God gave cock and hole to you. What is wrong with the, I, again, I I have zero, zero Mm -hmm. insight as to if this chick has any credibility at all. I don't know. Don't know. Jeez. All right, here we go. How many times did he, you you said it was multiple times. How many times did he wake up to Paul Stanley? He didn't tell me exactly how many times he just said, you know, he said a bunch of times, you know, he, I mean, yeah. I mean, he'd had bisexual things happen to him when he was uh, a kid. And a lot of men have. 
but we're talking about in, in, in a lot of men have a lot of men have have they happens to everybody dude all right in the kiss days is what i'm discussing right he said call the uh, a friend of the young boys he always has been since the early 70s he's a liar too he, he, he shoots up steroids oh he, he said he said he shoots up steroids he pounds volumes he always has He's a liar. He, he's a fucking hypocrite. He, he shoots up steroids and he goes after he, 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 his prey is young boys. He likes young boys, especially up and coming talent, especially all, all the up and coming bands. They used to be up and coming bands and stuff. And he'd, he'd go and, and tell them he'd do things for them and everything. And, you know, look out, Greta Van Fleet. Yeah. Aces after your dick. That's right. <laughs> Now we know why the Deftones were on that show. <laughs> you wanted some Chino cock. Apparently so. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. <laughs> All right. We're, we're, we're going to play one more segment. All right. How much of this do you believe? All of it. Really? Every bit of it. <laughs> This this is one spurned, hateful bitch. Allegedly. I mean, again, I, I don't know how much of this is true or not true or how much of this, you know. Mm -hmm. again, we all know that people in the entertainment business, especially people in the very successful mm -hmm. entertainment business, have a tendency to get into depravity especially when success and money are involved sure but how much of this do you believe uh is true it's got to be all of it i mean she seems like a very reasonable person why would she make something up like this uh, again well this is all ace yapping about the shit yeah because she has no she has no firsthand knowledge of any of this does she Beats me. Probably not. Probably not. Again, I ain't doubting anything because I'm not going to court with this bitch. No, I, again, I know nothing about this. Nothing. Yeah. Mm -mm. So how long ago was this released or put out there? Um, not long ago. It's fairly recent. Okay. Three weeks, two weeks, three weeks, <laughs> five weeks. Up right now. Let's see here. Sofa King Cool Magazine. Yes. Interview with Rachel Gordon one month ago. Okay, four weeks ago. Yeah. So are you aware of anybody in the KISS camp, the uh, you know, the Gene and Paul camp? No. Uh <clears throat> you know, filing any lawsuits or anything again. no nothing yet okay so maybe it's true who knows all right this next segment is called ace has another daughter from a groupie yeah why how how come that's so hard to believe it's not hard for me to believe it's not hard for me to believe either that happens all the time mm -hmm. all right here we go ace, ace has uh, two daughters too he's got another daughter 
he's actually a grandfather. He's got another daughter by a groupie, a famous groupie. Um, a famous she was a Robert plant. Um, uh, well, who would that be? That's that. Uh, is that the plaster caster? Yeah, the bars. Maybe. So Ace has a family has a daughter with a quote unquote famous groupie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not hard to believe. No. Before Ace, and I forget what her name is, um, to round face like me, cute, dark hair. And uh, I forget what her name was, but she. Um, well, something sounds like Pamela DeBars. Yeah. She can't remember. All right. Cute, dark hair. It sounds like her. Yeah, he knocked her up, you know, and he goes, I knocked her up. And uh, I, when I first moved in with him in 2000, late 2008, he kept getting these calls. Well, here she's making claims about the kiss reunion mm-hmm. that took place between 96 and 2000. <clears throat> she didn't even move in with him until 2008. Yeah. Well, good point. But she knows. Does she? Of course. <laughs> She's got some insight, Neely. Sure she does. All right. From the mother. And I was like, well, and he, he said, what am I supposed to do? What am I going to do? I don't fucking, you know, I, I raised up. I and I'm like, well, you know, I, I, if they need some money, why don't, why don't you just send them some money? You know? And he goes, well, I, I'm not going to answer my phone. I'm not answering my phone. You know? Uh, he's like, I, what am I supposed to fucking do? Because I probably knocked up a million women. I don't give a fuck. I can't do it. Can't take care of them. I, you know, so there's that. <laughs> All right. Well, All right. All right. Well, again, is that out of the question? No. Not really. I mean, does it happen? Sure. It probably happens a lot. Yeah, probably happens. <laughs> All the time. Well, I'd imagine Ace probably does have a couple of kids running around. Yeah. Stupid. <laughs> All right. And uh, we'll do this one last one. All right. How she was tossed into the street. Yeah. Look at uh, Ricky Andrews in the uh, chat room. Mm-hmm. Through a picture of Pamela with uh, Ace. Mm-hmm. Where's and- their daughter? I guess we're not supposed to acknowledge that. Allegedly. Yeah. Maybe that's a picture where it's just baking in the oven. Maybe that's the daughter. (laughs) Could be. (laughs) If true, she didn't realize that she was fucked. Okay. All right. Here we go. See, that's one thing I want to talk to you about too. Is uh, with you being kicked out of the house, how I mean, how did that go about? That was that uh, was that I, Ace's uh, doing? First, um, here's what's happening. Um, <clears throat> I'm renting a, a two-story house in uh, a part of San Diego that's um, kind of by the border of Mexico. Temecula, or, or um, <laughs> it's, down, it's down by the border. She doesn't want to give that away, Neely. All right. And, um, the landlord was harassing me and harassing me really hard, you know? And, why, uh, why was the landlord harassing you? She'll tell you. All right. I'm just asking the question. 
like turning turning things off and stuff like that. And I called and got a hold of a police officer. Um, like a, I think his his name was uh, Officer Fernando or Fran. I think it was actually just Frando. But uh, anyway, he told me, yeah. yeah. Hey, maybe you just called him Frando whenever you'd see him. Now that she mentions it, I know Frando. <laughs> Officer Frando. Yeah, Officer Frando. You know him. Yeah, he's the guy. He's the neighborhood policeman. Yeah. What not his first name You're My? Yeah, you're my friendo. You're my friendo? Exactly. <laughs> cannot do this to you. She cannot absolutely cannot have you cannot do anything until this corona thing is completely over so uh have your rabbi come over and may and change all the locks change the locks on the fences and on the front door which i did and i don't know what's going on what what, what does the locks on the fence and the front door have to do with the huh. local cop let's just deal with the bigger issue she didn't pay her fucking bills and the <laughs> landlord said get out yeah that's really what it comes down to. I kind of agree with you. And now she's, and her only thing is, well, you can't throw me out because of COVID. Fuck yeah. you beat it. If you're 10 months late and the fucking COVID has been only going eight months, get the fuck out of here. Exactly. Um, how they got in or what was, what was happening. But the morning, but two mornings ago, I woke up with these huge police officers surrounding my bed going, you have two minutes to get up and get out and i said what and they said you didn't pay rent you know you no longer live here and it's all my furniture my clothes i'm not dressed i'm in bed i'm a woman it was really like nazi germany well, i like how she pulls the woman card of course you gotta pull you gotta <laughs> use I'm a, I'm a woman that should mean something yeah i i i'm i'm in bed i'm i'm not dressed i'm a yeah. woman i want to be equal except when i don't <laughs> and i'm not kidding you oh my god i know what that feels oh like now god. no they were surrounding my bed i have pictures and videos and it was she, really she's got pictures and videos i thought you were sleeping i yeah so so she had enough time to grab her phone and hit the video uh feature on her phone and start videoing apparently and these these seven foot three fucking police officers surrounding her bed she didn't hear them come in or they didn't knock. They just, they just snuck in and surrounded her bed. Hey, bitch, get out of here. <laughs> All right. You've got two minutes to get out and you can't grab your stuff. I'm officer Frendo, and you better beat it. Scary. And I already am suffering PTSD from, from, Ace so bad that if I hear the end, so she was suffering post traumatic syndrome from Ace. Rewind this because wait till you hear her fucking. This is going to make your head explode. All right. So, so who was paying for this abode she was residing in? Was well, Ace apparently or? nobody. That's why the police are there. Uh, but, but, but did she just assume Ace was paying the bills? Is that the deal? She doesn't really specify that. All right pictures and videos and it was really scary and I'm, i already am suffering ptsd from from a so bad that if i hear the engine of a sports car or a pair of boots i get like i have like my heart races and i get a stomachache i can imagine um, <laughs> why why can you imagine that 
If I hear a pair of boots, I hear a pair of boots or the engine of a car. What did Ace run you over to kick you in the stomach? <laughs> Is that what we're saying happened here? If I hear a sports car or a pair of boots, room, room, beat it, bitch. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you kick her in the head? Yeah. Run her over with his car? I mean, what the fuck is she talking about? So I was, I, I said, can I get up and get my things? No. And then I got my financial. You'll have to walk out naked, bitch. Get out of here. Are you naked under those covers? Get yeah. out now. Beat it. <laughs> wow. Uh, advisor who's just a friend's father who helps me a lot and he's a really good man and I don't have any family in there he's like family to me he said where's their paperwork they can't do this to you I said they're doing it to me right now I said they're doing it. he said okay and the, and the big six foot five cop said all right and got handcuffs out and went you're taking too long did she have a measuring tape she knew he was six foot five mm-hmm. he was a six foot five cop yeah. he was big and scary he was I called Black Lives Matter, but they said they couldn't get their unit over to me until the two hours later because they were at a protest in Louisville. And if they would have brought their unit over, she'd have pow- powdered their balls. <laughs> we have to handcuff you. I go, what are you talking about? No. I said, "Where's do you have paperwork? They said, we got it. I said, no, do you have the paperwork? And Nick was on the phone saying, Tell them where the paperwork is. Where's, we want to see it. Where is it? I said, where's the paperwork? They said, we have it. We have it. Like little kids. And they said, we don't have to show it to you. I said, yes. And then Nick said, yeah, tell them, yes, they do. Yes, they do have to show you, show the paperwork. So one of the cops came forward, like a little kid showing this big giant cop with his paperwork in front of him. And do you notice all the cops are giant? Giant and scary. <laughs> I guess they must grow all the cops big in San Diego. Yeah. All big, of them are six foot five or bigger. Big scary cops in they're San big Diego. And scary and they're 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 angry and they're mm-hmm. ready to beat your ass. That's right. No wonder the Black Lives Matter people are rioting. Because <laughs> all the cops are six foot five and bigger. That's right. They're big and scary. Big scary cops. They are. That would be the paperwork. And it was the same. Um <laughs> Showing his big giant cock. <laughs> she needed a whole bottle of gold bond for that one. <laughs> Unofficial paperwork that was that was taped to the front door weeks prior. Nothing was weeks coming. prior. Weeks prior. So she knew this was coming. Yeah, there, there was unofficial paperwork that was taped to the door weeks prior. Yeah, she knew it was coming. So basically I just ignored uh, the warnings. Yeah. Okay. The landlords. <laughs> Jackal. <laughs> Paperwork signed by John Ostrona. <laughs> <laughs> just like to tell you that you've been amazing with this. Right. But it's time for you to go. Exactly. It's time for you to 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 board the silver spacecraft and fly away. Amazing. Since is on it, 
And then there's a Xeroxed fake signature at the bottom of it. But nothing. Well, how do you know it was a fake signature? Because it was fake. How do you know? Neely. She said so. That's how I know. All right. There was a fake signature at the bottom. Damn right. There's a bunch of blank papers. All the stuff where it says hearing and all that kind of nothing is filled out. They're blank papers. I was going to say, I don't know how it works in California, but in New York, you have to have a hearing before you can be a. You have to have a hearing. And there's a, and the, the little, uh, the little box where it says hearing. And I've, I've got it. It's hmm. not even, um, I have a copy of it and so does my rabbi. Um, it's not. Her so rabbi. Her rabbi has it. <laughs> her rabbi has her legal paper. <laughs> well, Was he double as a, as a lawyer and a priest? Yeah. Better call Saul. All right. <laughs> Nothing is filled in. Proceedings were not, you know, and the cop told me, look, this COVID thing, they can't do this to you during the COVID thing. And they told me I was a special exception. How creepy is that? That's how, really how, how creepy is that? That's a, weird, that's a weird statement. How creepy is that? That's because she's a woman. Okay. Creepy. Yeah, definitely. And they said, we don't have to leave. We don't have to listen to you and don't think you're grabbing anything and don't think you're doing. And I said, and they just locked me completely out. And that's that. And it's everything I own. I have no clothes here. Nothing. No, uh, I couldn't grab toiletries. I couldn't grab anything. No, that's got to be a real mess, especially in the middle of a pandemic where not knowing where you're going to lay your head. Death. I'm scared to death. I'm scared to death. <laughs> Shut up. Guy's a white knight sympathizer. Oh, my God. Especially during a pandemic. Why? Really? What, what's what's special about this pandemic? Is this pandemic making people homeless somehow? <laughs> In droves? Shut up. I have not been on the street in, in my entire life or ever known what, what I'm not a person that knows how to I'm not a person that can survive on the street. Now that I believe. No. <laughs> That's the first thing that she said that I'm a hundred percent positive is true. That there's no way she could handle herself on the street. She would be eaten alive and murdered. Right. In no time. All right. I've had a long life. I wasn't raised with money. I worked my whole life and everything, but I just turned 53. I just spent 12 straight years with Ace taking care of his every single need. Every single need. And that's a lot. Yeah. That's him telling you what to do and ordering around all day and all night. And then he makes it up by crying at night and going, I'm, I love you, Poodle. I'm, I love you. I, I, don't wanna, I don't know. I wouldn't be able to live without my Poodle. <laughs> if Ace is really calling his chick Poodle, that's just sad. My Poodle. My Poodle. So go get a fucking job. Yeah, exactly. This is a hundred percent your fault there, Rachel. I'm sorry to tell you, but just because you uh, capitulated mm -hmm. aces, every need and want and desire, doesn't mean he owes you something for the rest of your life. Yeah. If you haven't prepared, well, guess what? McDonald's is still hiring. Yeah, is that was that a, a an agreement you had with Ace, 
Well, if you powder my balls, I will take care of you for the rest of your life. Yeah. I'll take care of you, poodle. Don't worry. <laughs> poodle. 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 These stupid chicks with <laughs> this fascination with his dumb, dumb rock stardom. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> The kiss uh, um, Jehovah's Witnesses. No, it, on on the look at the quote on the. Oh, on the, I wasn't watching the screen. The stream yard. I wasn't watching that part. I was watching the chat. Yeah, well, that could be true. She might just be in a puppy play. She could be. Ah. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry, Rachel. Uh, again, I don't know you. You might be an okay person. I I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But from what I'm hearing here, you need to just check yourself into a mental institution, or just go get a fucking job. Yeah. Yeah. You got you got you got wrapped up with a rock star who uh, basically is way past his prime, and and you thought that this was your ticket to. Uh, you know, a lifetime of easy breezy, whatever. You know where she could probably go, and I'll bet is hiring like a motherfucker and paying a good wage right now. A fucking nursing home. Yeah, sure. You know, everybody's scared to work at the nursing home. She is obviously very skilled at it. She's she's fended for a man's every need for twelve years. She's she's got an she's got an expertise in powdering balls. Yeah. Sure, she could wipe a couple of asses too. I'm sure she probably had to wipe Ace's ass. What? According to her, anyway. That's what I'm saying. So wipe somebody else's ass and get a check. Go get old man Lloyd and fucking powder his balls. (laughs) Sure, that 90 year old guy wouldn't mind having his balls adjusted by somebody that used to powder Ace Freely's balls. Sure. Tell him the story while you're playing with his jewels. Yeah. Jesus. You know, Ace used to really like this. Remember Kiss? Yeah, I used to powder his balls. Yeah. Now I'm doing yours. What do you think about that? Yeah. These these skilled hands have been on Ace's balls. Yeah. Now they're on yours. That's right. Now put your teeth in and tell me what you think. Right. These well, we got, we got uh, three short segments, so we might as well knock them out. Knock them out, dude. Go ahead. Here we go. Uh, according to Rachel, she wrote songs for Ace. And taught him how to uh, sing them, I guess. That's right. All right, here we go. Come on, now play. You know, I need, I mean, I haven't, I haven't paid, I haven't been paid, I haven't been, been given like any, anything for the songs I wrote. Nothing. She wrote songs? Sure she did. She's a songwriter too now. She's done everything. Well, not only does she pick photos for books and she picks fonts and comes up with book titles. Now she's writing songs. Songwriter, font expert, ball powderer. She's got a lot of skills. She's she's definitely on top of it. Mm -hmm. On top of Ace's dick. Not anymore. Yeah. I got a $9 royalty check for writing Change and Immortal Pleasures, which those two songs... 
are great songs on Space Invader. I did interviews. They're, they're great songs. Hmm. That's news to me that there were great songs on Space Invader. Okay. For them, and they're not even songs that Ace could write. I actually had to help Ace sing for his diaphragm for those songs because he said, I, I can't sing that way. And he cried because when I taught him how to sing for his diaphragm, he had a better voice, which the fans noticed and did thank me for it and stuff. We've got <laughs> the fans thanked her for it. Yeah, and all I got was a miserable $9 for all. Yeah. Fuck. All right. New voice because of you and all this stuff. So I, I helped Ace as much as I could and loved him as much as I could, as much as any woman could love any man and be by his side and you know for that long. But and for him to turn his back on you, I mean, oh. you know, that's terrible. <laughs> Completely. <laughs> it's terrible. Terrible. Just awful because nobody ever broke up before. Where do you think this guy keeps his white horse in the backyard or in the? You think he has a barn where he keeps his white horse to ride in on? Yeah. Jesus. That's uh, nobody ever broke up with their girlfriend ever. Never. He wasn't married to her. Yeah. Especially a guy who keeps a chick around for 12 years and doesn't, doesn't propose to her. Yeah. He didn't put a ring on his poodle. Yeah. It's just the way it is. He just had a collar on her. <laughs> didn't have a ring. Nope. All right. Um, this one is called, what is this called? Ace and Jean, like 12 years old pussies. Yeah. All right. That's a good allocation. <laughs> All right. Here we go. Now, now, before we, uh, got cut off, we, you dropped a couple of big bombshells. You, you, you dropped off that Paul has a daughter that's actually with his sister. You know, dropped a bomb that Paul used to have some homosexual relationship with Ace. And now. Yeah, well, Ace doesn't have a problem with being homosexual. He had a problem with waking up and having Paul and other people doing things to him. So it was never. <laughs> I can hear this guy tapping his ring. <laughs> Something about that ace dick. Everybody wanted it. Everybody wanted Ace's dick. This guy must have a fucking 17 inch cock. Yeah. Everybody's sitting there. Ace, don't you fall asleep because I'm gonna <laughs> gobble that dick. <laughs> the minute you fall asleep, mm -hmm. I'm gonna be up all over that thing. I heard Ace's dick tastes like cotton candy. I'm gonna find out. Exactly. Jesus. Everybody That's wanted to suck Ace's cock. Nope. So technically, Paul raped Ace. Yeah, right. When someone passes out and you do something to him, that's what it's called. That's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. That's terrible. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> all right. <laughs> that's absolutely terrible. Well, you know, you get, okay, look, you get four guys. And uh, they all come from the boroughs of New York. And, um, you know, they, they're, so they're conditioned to think a certain way, certain kind of macho way, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you're, you know, where you come from. If you, you know, just those neighborhoods 
do a certain thing to to a young guy, whatever. They come out of the boroughs of New York, and uh, you know, and and they start this thing, right? Mm-hmm. They start what thing? This thing. What thing is that? Kiss. Okay. They're young guys. By the when they're at the age where they're supposed to be learning. I mean, in my family, you learn etiquette when you're a little kid, but not, you know, these guys, when, when they're at an age where they're supposed to be learning how to teach them, how to, <clears throat> they should be taught and, and, and learning how to treat a woman <clears throat> and etiquette. <laughs> Does she keep hawking up loogies? Gold bond. <laughs> so, so they're at the age where they're supposed to be learning how to treat a woman. Yeah, of course. All right. Instead, they turn to learning how to suck a dick. Yeah, sucking each other's cocks. All right. Showering with each other. These are the lords of Flatbush here. That's right. And so on and so forth. They were told they get to own the key to every single city and own whatever they want and buy whatever they want, whether it be sex, drugs, anything that they want and that they own everybody and that they're better than everybody. And that they're not just rock stars, but they're superheroes and that they have power over the law and that they can, uh, fuck underage girls, which they did. Uh, 12. How do you, how do you know that? Because you know, she's been there since 2008. <laughs> how does she know this to make it, these, these, claims he's told her okay and that's what ace has told me numerous times year olds ace had sex with 12 year olds ace told me i found there's some problems because um i found some really serious like uh i mean i found i found child pornography on his laptop (laughs) wow I don't see the FBI rushing in anytime soon. Do you? Well, they might've already been there. Who knows? Yeah. So he was hanging out with Pete Townsend. Mm -hmm. They were, you know, exchanging photos. The way I hear it, officer Frendo took the laptop. (laughs) Tell you what, our, our fans are just on top of PC with his Lords of Flatbush. There you go. Long, long, long time ago when I first met him and I really lost it. I really, really flipped out. He had somebody that was a, a yeah, you still stayed. Yeah. Well, you know, it's just child porn. I was, I really flipped out, but yet I still stayed because, well, after all, he is Ace Fraley. Who would leave if they just found child porn? That's not a reason. No, it's not a problem. No. I loved this man. <laughs> All right. Really, his assistant at that time, prior to John, was a guy named Frank Munoz. And now um, Frank treated me like I was a slave and, and was really rude. And I just about had enough of the way he talked to me and made me stand and sit in back of Ace. It was just really weird, the whole thing. Uh, and when I saw this on Ace's laptop, and I know that Ace... I know that his mind is, you know, I know that he has brain damage and that he's 
It doesn't, there's no excuse. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to sit here and, and say there's excuses for that because there isn't. I screamed. I said, what the fuck is this? What is it? And I want to know now. I want an answer now. We were, we were at, at somewhere. I think we were in Denver. So I said, I want an answer right now. <laughs> I demand. <laughs> I'm a beggar and hanger on, but I demand answers. Yeah, pal. Again, it's like this chick. It's like I demand to know certain things. Sounds believable to me. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Jackal. Yeah, god damn it. <laughs> what <sighs> I told you. <laughs> Get rid of them. What are they doing there? <laughs> right now, I was never allowed to touch any computers or laptops that Ace owned, and that went up until last year. Never. If I went near them, everything was in certain files. I wasn't allowed to use them. He, he, I, was only, I wasn't even allowed to have a laptop of my own. I could only have an iPad and travel with that. And he's like, what's the problem? You can just do your shopping and whatever you want to do on that. I was... <laughs> I wasn't allowed to have my own computer, goddammit. I had to have an iPad. I was only allowed to have an iPad. You yeah. can do shopping or whatever it is you do on that. Man, he made me have the one with only 64 gig of memory, too. Jesus. <laughs> How am I supposed to live? <laughs> Holy shit. Never allowed to go. If I even walked near a computer in a room, I was in trouble. I wasn't allowed to go near him. But this particular yeah, you still stayed. Yeah. Well, you're you are not convincing me, or as far as I'm concerned, anybody that you were a victim here. You Other than me, I believe her. You continued to stay. No matter how good or bad it was, you continued to stay. Look, Neely, we can't help it that you're an insensitive prick. I Clearly, it. she was abused. All right. That's my stance. All right. I believe every word. Time. <clears throat> and a couple other times. I found that, and I, and I said, what is it? And he said, it's Frank's. And, you know, I, I wanted to believe that that was Frank's. I said, I really have to believe that it's Frank's. Because... This is very serious. You know, this isn't kidding around. I don't, I'm not going to stick around for it. But you did. <laughs> I'm not going to continue to stick around. Mm -hmm. Ace but, really is the new Ariel Castro. Apparently so. Apparently. It's kind of a thing. Like this, you know, I was laying down the law. I was like. <laughs> she, she was laying down the law. I guess the law was it's okay to fucking watch kitty porn. Yeah. Not not the guy with the money and the fame. Yeah. She was laying down the law. Well, and, yeah, and like I said, apparently her law was that kitty porn's okay because I'm staying. Yeah. What's going on? That's Frank's. You can you can call Frank right now and tell him and this and this. And I said, Well, why would Frank be using your laptop? Why? To say to say that we're on the road together and you know, because he used my laptop. What's my it's you know, I knew that nobody used Ace's laptop. Nobody. Not even John. No. Thank God for that. <laughs> John better be happy he never used that laptop. Exactly. 
his fingers would be sticking to the keys. Might be hauled in by the FBI. Exactly. Listen, silver spacecraft guy. We suspect you of kitty porn. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so I called Frank. He goes, you can fire Frank if you want, which was not, I wanted to fire him anyway, but then I really wanted to fire him. She wanted to fire him. That's right. Yeah. I'm telling, I'm running the show here, pal. Mm-hmm. I've got the vagina. I call the shots. That's right. It's not like you had a 40 year career before I met you. I'm telling you how things run. John, take a note. I'm making a ruling. <laughs> so I did, you know, and, um, <clears throat> just before he, before this last thing that happened when he, when he abandoned me in the, in the mansion, <laughs> he abandoned me in the abandoned mansion. Me in the mansion. Sounds like a tough thing. He abandoned me in the mansion. He did. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, he was, he would, he'd pace around over this Epstein thing and the Weinstein thing. He was pacing and he was like, I'm really, I'm, I, I don't feel comfortable with this. I said, what? Cause we, uh, you know, we just had some news we were watching. I was like, look at this, you know, they're, they're finally, because I had been, you know, some things happened to me with a very famous producer when I was 14 and uh, I witnessed child trafficking, and I and I it's it's hardcore, and I'm going to come forth with that too. But because uh, the guy's still alive, but and Ace knows who he is as well, and told me to shut up about that too. But Ace said I, I don't like it because uh, there's a lot going on, and you know I don't know. You know, again he he started saying I I don't know. You know I've done a lot of things, a lot of bad things. I've, I I don't know who I fucked. I don't know. You know. <laughs> And Gene's in trouble. You know, Gene's in a lot of trouble. Gene can go to prison. That's why. That's one of the reasons why I want you to shut the fuck up. I said, what? He said, Gene likes that 12-year-old pussy. And, I'm, you know, once you get the 12-year-old pussy, you know, it's hard to go back. <laughs> Is that the same as once you go black, you can't go back? Yeah, same thing. Yeah. Once you get that 12-year-old pussy, you can't go back. It's either big black dick or 12-year-old pussy. The two of them, addictive. Yeah. It's magical. Mm-hmm. Keeps you keeps you uh, at bay. <laughs> Apparently so. Wow. All right. Okay, so that made me really physically sick. Like but yet I continued to stay. <laughs> but sick or not, I soldiered on. Right. Later that night, I powdered those balls knowing that they'd been inside a 12-year-old pussy. Right. Or against it, I guess. Probably not inside it, but physically to the point of like sitting on the on the you know marble floor in our bathroom and being and being sick and being really sick you know are you saying that the gene was that was with epstein on one of those uh islands or whatever ace told me that gene knows all of them and uh that's what he said he said, Gene, you know, that Gene, he said he's a pedophile. He's not just a predator. He likes 12-year-old pussy. He said, don't we all? <laughs> what does that mean? What do you think it means? <laughs> don't we all? Don't we all? <laughs> all right. I don't know, because he, for one thing, he was saying it to me. <laughs> and uh, I was 14. 
when when I had to deal with a giant Hollywood producer and I was at his house and I I I was told to go there by someone who I trusted and like a friend and I ended up there and it was really scary but uh, anyway yeah why why would he he would just like I'm saying he just says things yeah Apparently so. <laughs> so. What was this girl at 14 years old doing at some Hollywood producer's house? Probably a little massage with a timer, you know, and then got flown to an island. Apparently so. Make a little extra money. I guess. <laughs> so this, this girl, this, this woman has been around the block since she was, you know, a, a young teenager. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, one last segment. All right. Kiss tried to have Ace killed. Yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. Here we go. He said he tells you the truth. It just comes out. He just tells you. If you ask the question, he's just going to say it. Yeah. What's the problem? You know, because he was told. I'm not going to make up excuses. Look, I don't want to make up excuses. Look, they were all told that everything they did was, was, was solid gold and they could do and whatever they could do, they could buy people off. They could have people killed. And, um, you know, and everyone always says, Oh, she, she's crazy. She said they tried to have AIDS killed. Well, they did. I thought it was, uh, the seventies and AIDS told me it was the nineties, but then he said it was in the seventies too. He said when they didn't want to give him money and when he was doing drugs, he said they, they tried, um, numerous times, a few times to send him, I focused on the time in the nineties because that was the time that we were all discussing and the time that I brought up one time, but you know, yeah, no, he told me that several, several occasions they tried to send him to a, like a bunk, like a gig that paid a lot for him to go to. And he knew it was wrong and he knew right away he wouldn't come back from the Island. And, um, you know, so it's, I'm, I have no reason to lie about anything. First of all, I've never lied in my entire life about a single thing. I never saw the purpose in lying. Why? Even if it's even if it's weird, even if you went through something scary, which I have been through scary things, but like even no matter what happens to you, there's really never ever a reason to lie about it. <laughs> See, honest, honest to a fault. Apparently so. Told you. Stop that! Stop doubting her. She is a straight shooter. Holy shit! Well, you know, what surprises me about all this, that there's no lawsuit. Yeah. That there, there hasn't been anything published anywhere that, uh, any of this has been refuted or. Well, know. a, what are they going to sue her for? She doesn't even have a fucking place to live. Well, true. I, I agree that it's not that she has anything to get, be gained. Anybody mm-hmm. have anything to gain from suing her yeah. aside from, you know, telling her you know shut the fuck up oh prove your allegations you're 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 you know if if anyone were to take this any kind of seriously mm-hmm. you're you're damaging my career and you're damaging my brand it's not that it's not that she has anything to take from her mm-hmm. it's just that she needs to uh you know shut her hole mm-hmm. if 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 any of this is untrue and, and here's, here's why that's probably not happened yet. And I'm not saying it won't happen, but, but it probably hasn't happened yet because 
none of the mainstream press believes her. It hasn't. The only place this has been featured is Sofa King Cool magazine. <laughs> you know, it, it it's not like Rolling Stone or Billboard picked it up, or Blabbermouth even picked it up. No one has picked it up. I just happened to have it sent to me, and I was like, "Oh boy, this is CMS material." <laughs> no shit. You know, so so you know, um, if it got picked up in any kind of a legitimate way, I think you would, you would see them sue. Yeah, of course. But since everybody's just like, ah, oh, she's just a fucking pissed off ex, you know, everybody's just like, whatever we've heard crazier shit. Well, I don't know that they've heard much crazier than this. Jesus. But I believe her. I think she's got right. some serious points here. Okay. I definitely believe that Paul would suck a cock. Do you not believe that? I, again, I, I don't know Paul's proclivities. I mean, you know, obviously you you look at Paul and you go, yeah, he looks a little light in the loafers. Yeah, I believe it. But every morning Ace wakes up and Paul is gobbling his dick. Well, and as soon as Paul's done, he makes sure he puts his mask on because he's a masky. <laughs> That's a whole nother thing. Sure. All right. Well, let's take a break and come back and wrap up the show. Uh, right. Thought I'd play something from Ace Fraley's second sighting release. Okay, cool. And I'm going to dedicate this to uh, Rachel. Okay. Fallen Angel. All right. Give me three. Okay. I'll do it. All right. Here's Ace Fraley exclusively here on your classic metal show. 